living with such dysfunction in my family for so, so, so long, I mm, was under the impression um, or that I was kind of programmed to believe because of the thoughts that I thought over and over and over again, I couldn't be happy until they were happy. Mm. I couldn't do good until they did good. I couldn't be better until they got better. And so it was almost like um, I had to stay in suffering while they were staying in suffering. Welcome to Winning the Divine Lottery podcast. This is an opportunity for you to discover your birthright, your inherent worthiness. You are more than enough to live the life your heart desires. You are truly worthy of it all. I'm your host, Amy Dons. Let's do the world a favor and step into ourselves fully so we can give others permission to do the same. episode is sponsored by locally owned and operated Anytime Fitness Regina, your small, friendly, community-filled gym that has a little something for everyone. At Anytime Fitness, you can work out anytime. Get 24-7 access to every location with your membership anywhere in the world. We have multiple memberships, including deals for students, healthcare workers, and emergency responders. Stay active this fall and give Anytime a try. Contact Lindsay for your free trial and personalized trainer session at 306-205-7220. Again, that's 306-205-7220. Welcome back. This conversation with Lindsay was such a surprise and you know I like surprises. This is what happens when you're open to the unknown and allow things to unfold magically. This is why I don't script anything, you guys, because it would take away from the magic the universe has for us. Lindsay is so special to me. She is like a warm cup of cacao mixed in with the best music that you could dance to, and her heart radiates love. She shares an incredible story of her vision quest that she went on and what it was like to weather a storm, literally and metaphorically. Then the conversation flows into personal growth and how she realized she was her greatest obstacle. But wait, we just keep finding the gold as we go. We came to this place where she was sharing how she is truly living her prayers. It's so good. And we spontaneously decided to say a prayer for everyone who listens. Whatever your beliefs are around prayer, this one will be sure to make you smile and maybe even bring a tear to your eye. I could go on and on, but you really just need to grab a tea or whatever your favorite beverage of choice is and soak all of this in. Lindsay is a free spirit, lifelong student of the divine, independent artist who works as an environmental consultant to support her habit of living her best life in hopes to empower and support others in living theirs. Hi, Lindsay. I'm so happy to have you here today. And I just want to say that you're my second 
local person that I get to interview. And I really wanted to place Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada on the map because a lot of people don't know where it is. Uh, People in the States have no idea that we have provinces, no disrespect to them, but I, I love living here and it's the queen city, like after queen Regina and here we are two Queens getting to connect and chat today. So, so glad to have you here on winning the divine lottery podcast. I love that. Thank you so much for having me in the sunniest province of Saskatchewan or Canada, that is. Maybe yeah. not today, but uh, most days. <laughs> yes, it's trying to peek out there today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wonderful. So I met you, what, a couple months ago? Yeah, I believe so at uh, your intuitive painting. Well, I guess more so virtually before that yeah don't we live in a wonderful virtual world where we get to connect with people like I I wouldn't have met you if it wasn't for Diane yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. and I wouldn't have met Diane if it wasn't for social media (laughs) cheers to social media and zoom for us to be able to connect with like this so yeah yeah so I would love for you just to share with our listeners um have you always resided in Regina? What, what do you love about life? Where are you currently at? Like, let's get into the juice. I love it. Um, I have been, I was born and raised in Regina, Saskatchewan. I lived here mostly all my life on and off. Um, I lived other places too in Saskatchewan, uh, Melville for a little bit, uh, I did. I lived in Winnipeg for a little bit, Winnipeg, Manitoba. I went to school in in uh, Victoria, BC, so I got to live there for a little while. But I always, always, always came back to Regina, Saskatchewan, the prairies. I'm a prairie girl at heart. I love the open sky, and I love the flatness of our land. I love it. I love being able to see for miles. I love walking. Um, and and just being able to see everything and the skies. I love the skies, whether it's day or night. I yeah, I just it's such a beautiful, beautiful um place to live. And I love the sun. So it's even better that way too. Um yeah. Sorry, what was what was the other questions? I'll I'll ask that in a second because we're so similar. I say that all the time. Like I prefer actually seeing for miles and miles. I love the mountains. I think they're beautiful, but a temporary beautiful. <laughs> I can only be in them for so long. I love openness. Yes. I love feeling expansive and open. And that's what you get here. And yeah. a lot of people make jokes about Saskatchewan because it is so flat, but really depending where you are in Saskatchewan, because there are beautiful boreen forests in Saskatchewan and northern Saskatchewan there's rolling hills there's sand dunes but the sky let's talk about the sky because you cannot beat the sunsets and sunrises in Saskatchewan and I've seen a lot even over the ocean which is one of my other favorite places but the living skies truly I I 100% um agree with you I want to share a really crazy cool story about myself uh, okay when it, when it comes to that so um I'm what people call a tetrachromat um Ooh. which I have four co- cones in my eyes that reflect the light 
Um, and usually we're artists. So I bet you you're one too. But uh, anyways, look it up. It's super cool. And uh, so my the way my eyes reflect light, I see color differently. And so mm -hmm. I somebody will see, you know, um, like an ombre a color from red to purple and I will see all of the shades in between that red to purple and I could pick out one shade and I could match that in a painting wow. um, so that's kind of the the tetrachromat and the reason why I know this is because I was traveling in Colombia in the rainforest and we went on a night walk and out of the peripherals of my eyes I could see purple light and it, in the in the pitch black purple light and uh and we would shine a light and it was a scorpion i could see the ultraviolet light out of the peripheral of my eye that was shining that was reflecting off of the scorpion and that's my my extra cones in my eyes um being able to receive that light and so this leads me to the sunset um in the great uh, the National Grasslands of Saskatchewan. If you've never been there, I highly recommend going there. I did a vision quest there this year. It was Ooh. unbelievable. Um, during the sunset, I could see the infrared uh, light reflecting off of the earth uh, from the peripheral of my eyes. And it was unbelievable. It was super, super cool. I don't know how to explain it other than that. And Saskatchewan is awesome. Go to the, the National Grasslands. It's an amazing, beautiful, dark reserve place. You can see the night sky, everything in it. It's beautiful. I had to share that. <laughs> I am I am blessed and honored because I am melting. Like everything in my being is melting in a really good way. I oh my that. gosh. First of all, okay, what's the word again? Tech. Tetrachromat. Tetrachromat. Mm -hmm. When you first started describing that, I'm like, that's not me and I'm an artist. But the more you started describing light, I was like, I see color and light in different ways all the time. But to be able to match that as a paint color, I don't think I have that gift. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I have never been to where you were describing. But when you were describing... I just really want to appreciate and acknowledge you for a second because it's your energy that's coming through and how you're describing what you're describing that people are going to feel more than anything. And I know what it's like to try and translate some really personal experience like that, yeah. but truly like my whole body was just like, ah. like, this is what we're starting off this conversation with. That's amazing. That's incredible. I love that. Yeah. And how long ago was that? The scorpion? Uh, the scorpion? That would have been in 2016. Okay. And then you saw the ultraviolet rays, not the ultraviolet uh, the rays, infrared. The, the infrared off the earth. And was that before or after? That was after. That was this year. Oh, um, that was this year. Yeah, that was only a few months ago. That was in at the end of August. Tell me about your vision quest. Cause I've done vision quests before, but in the form of like a meditation and yes, never out in nature, but I've been drawn to that. Would you mind sharing? Oh, I would, I would absolutely love to. Yay. Um, yeah. So, uh, I have, I have these Oracle cards. I'm going to show you they're right here. 
they're these oracle cards. I pour, Ooh. I pull one every morning. Um, Native, I'm just going to read it for our readers. It's Denise Lynn, Native Spirit. Yeah, they're beautiful. beautiful. They are on there. The colors are unbelievable on every single one of the cards. And, um, and they're just beautiful cards. And so I kept on getting vision quest in my, in the cards and mm. it's, you know, to go within and to, um, um, go out in nature, don't have any technology, don't have a phone, don't have a book, don't have paper, absolutely nothing. Bring water and fast and, and meditate and pray, 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 pray. And, um, uh, and see what comes to you. And so I had to do that. I was just feeling so called to do that. And um, I had been to the national grasslands before um, and I didn't have a very good time that time. So I decided to go and make a new experience at that, at that um, provincial park, national park. And so I took my tent and two four liter jugs of water and my sage and some matches and some sleeping bags and, you know, toilet paper, whatever, <laughs> whatever I needed to go and go off and, and, um, find a place. And so out, uh, out back country, out back country camping, um, there you ha there's rules where you have to be at least one kilometer away from the highway and one kilometer away from any walking path um, so okay. that you're completely secluded. Nobody can see you and you're not really disturbing anybody else's um, time experience, that kind of thing. So I walked, I found a place um, on like in on Google Maps. I kind of just put a little um, pin there drove there and I walked about four kilometers um off off the path and and away from the away from the highway and I set up my tent and I had about a good five hours of meditation and I was sitting there and I was watching um I was just watching the hills and I was just sitting there and I was smudging and I was praying uh, and I was drinking water. And then I looked behind me and uh, there was some clouds, some dark clouds coming. And I was like, oh, it looks like a storm. Maybe I'll be able to weather it. And and so, um, you know, I figured, yeah, it'll be okay. I'm, I'm going to wait the storm out. And so um, it was probably around, I'm going to say like 7, 6.30, 7 o'clock in the evening when the storm started coming and it was the looked a lot worse when, when it got a lot closer <laughs> and uh and so I was just like oh dear like it's way too late now to pack everything up and walk four kilometers back to my car mm -hmm. I had to walk up and down hills and all that kind of stuff so I'm gonna wait out this storm it was lightning it was hail the wow the wind was crazy um, and so I was actually, I was laying in my tent with my head on one side, my arms on the other side, my foot on the other side, <laughs> saying that the tent would stay on the ground. Wow. <laughs> so definitely check the weather. You're going to go on a vision quest. It's probably good to check the weather. I did not do that. No. <laughs> I know. 
Um, and I was only going to go for two days, three, well, two nights, three days. And, um, and so I waited out this storm, um, and it was hailing and the rain was coming down and I was praying, please, please, please spirit, just, just leave, let me weather the storm. Just let me weather the storm, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, just get me through, give me the strength. You've always been there. Just be there with me. Um, you know, please keep the tent on the ground. (laughs) Um, and so it was about an hour and a half of like torrential downpours. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was laying in a puddle of water and everything was soaking wet. Oh, wow. And uh, and so it started, the rain started lightening up and, and I um, decided, okay, now is the time. Just get everything packed up, take it to the car. You got to sleep in the car because there's no way I was going to survive the night like I would have had hypothermia it would have been freezing cold and wet so so I um I went back to my car that night and I was actually very grateful because um as soon as I started walking back there was bears and coyotes all around wow (laughs) and like I did have like bear bangers and uh and bear spray like I was prepared for that um, I knew that that was a possibility. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I was happy to be back in my car and I, I just had, I had a towel that was like semi dry that I put on top of my car and I just laid on top of my car for a little bit and just stared at the sky once the sky kind of cleared up and, and I was listening to all the coyotes howl and I was listening to the bear grunts and you could just hear, you know, just random things in the leaves over there and, it was actually quite surreal and very beautiful to be there alone by myself experiencing that, especially after what I just went through um, and bringing everything back to my car. And so the next day, um, well, I mean, I slept in my car. I woke up a few times to turn it on so I could heat it up because it was pretty cold. Um, the next day, the sun was out. It was super hot. I laid all my stuff out. Everything dried out really, really quickly. And then I thought to myself, well, I stayed around the, that day, drank a bunch of water. I was fasting. Um, I did a bunch of the hikes. And um, and then I saw in that, that evening, more clouds rolling in. So I was like, do I want to do that again? <laughs> <laughs> and so I said, I like, I thought to myself, I said, wait a minute. Like I came here for a reason. What did I learn? What am yeah. what what have I learned so far during this experience? And it dawned on me, like I can weather really, really tough storms all by myself. I can make decisions that are right for me to get me through really, really tough times. I can also choose not to take the hard way yeah I can choose to make it easier for myself now because I don't have to prove anymore that I can weather hard things I've already proved that I don't have to do that anymore so what's really important to me right now in my life what is really important to me my connections with people are very very important to me I love being alone I love doing my own thing. I love going into reflection and introspection and prayer and meditation, but I also love really genuine, authentic connection with people. And 
in that moment, that was what I was really important to me. So I decided, I said, well, I could either prove that I could weather another storm tonight, or I can go spend time with somebody that's really important to me. And I can go uh, and, you know, make supper with my boyfriend and hang out and just really enjoy each other's company and snuggle and be warm. And so I chose to do that. <laughs> Holy cow. Lindsay, <laughs> if that wasn't medicine, mm, everybody mm. listening, I, I'm speaking on behalf of them right now because really, really, oh, you just brought us home to the gold. Like, really, I was waiting for like the, what did you learn? But yeah. the fact that you said that I could choose to go through it hard again. Like how many of us grow up, you know, mm. because whether we've experienced trauma or we watched our parents go through hard things that we get, we almost get addicted to oh. being hard because we don't know any other way. And it's not that it's our fault, but the fact that you followed your heart and you went on this vision quest and you didn't check the weather, that's exactly what was supposed to happen. And you yes. came to this understanding and really intelligent inquiry to ask yourself, like, what have I learned? And that you could choose mm. easy. Mm -hmm. You could choose easy. What a gift to give to yourself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, this is a moment to like, just pause because it's amazing to me how one experience that we choose for ourselves can give us like, really, if you followed that for the rest of your life, mm -hmm. your life would radically change. Like sometimes we think that we have to do all these things and gather all this knowledge and all this experience. And sometimes it's just one thing. It's <laughs> one thing that if we just committed to that, committed to not having to do everything hard anymore and not having to wet, because you know that you can, and if it did require that for sure, mm -hmm. but how often do we talk about, wow, life can actually be easy and fun and nurturing and warm. And I can choose that for myself. I can choose that over this. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. That's amazing. That means a lot. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I want you to write a book. Mm, <laughs> I about that. have been thinking about writing books. Yes. <laughs> I've started, but it's a long process. So it's up until that experience with your vision quest, what, what would you say is the hardest storm that you've had to weather? If you are open to sharing, I would actually really much love to share that because, um, it's, uh, it's an ongoing process for me to continue to remind myself of this really hard pill to swallow, which is, and has been always that I am my biggest obstacle. Mm. And, um, and you talked about being, you know, being addicted to that hardness and being addicted to that misery and that pain and that trauma, because we live in like, when you've grown up with trauma, you live in those cycles and you're so used to that fight or flight 
response to everything and you become addicted to those stress hormones and I was a hundred percent that person and I'm uh, and I'm still in my journey trying to be away from that and get away from that and change that uh and change that chemical imbalance or that chemical um addiction that I had and and sometimes still do have to that pain of the past and I am my biggest obstacle in, in doing that. And so that's been my toughest thing of, of, for me is getting past myself yeah. and, and realizing that it's me hmm. because I pointed the finger a lot and I never thought of the ones that were pointing at me. And so there came a time where I had to really accept that. That's so true. And there's so much power in that. And there's so much humility in that. Um, I'm with you on that a hundred percent that we are our own obstacle. It's, it's us who gets in the way, but, but not the truth of us, Mm. the story of us. Yes. Yeah. Those patterns um, that create chemical addictions in our body and we can actually create chemicals that are way better for us on purpose purpose, just by sitting in meditation yeah it's crazy to me to think that and I really am a firm believer that when we can renew our mind because it all comes it does it all comes from up here my thoughts and my thinking leads to a certain emotion if there's a story about me in it if I have an identity with that thought and then that feeling if I think it's me and it's happening to me I will then behave from that place Mm -hmm. and take an action so it really is I think the best diet anybody can go on is a mental diet and it's actually one of the most challenging ones to go on Yes. yes it is Yeah. And like you, I went through a couple of years where I was back in that space. And just in the last year, I've been re-emerging out of it. And I just wanted to take a moment to acknowledge anybody listening who, who has been there or who is there currently that it's okay. And you can have a lot of love and compassion for yourself because with self-awareness comes the greatest change. Mm. As soon as we're self-aware, we can be open and willing and have the courage to change and we can go at our own pace. Mm. We're allowed to give ourselves permission to have grace with ourselves. And it just sounds like that's a place that you've come to in your life. Yes, absolutely. And, and that for me has, um, uh, cultivated the most change and the most progress is that, that kindness towards myself, that validation, that compassion, that self-empathy, uh, that grace that I need to give myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was looking for that from others for so long where really I was the answer to that for myself and, and, you know, really learning that that is self-love is giving myself grace and compassion and validating the uh the pain and and that it's okay 
and allowing a safe space for myself to process things at my own pace, regardless of what other people are going through and, and, uh, and at their paces or what they think about it. Or, you know, my, my journey was to, um, um, to find that within myself and give that to me. Yeah. Yeah. You're speaking my language, girl. What, what brought you to be able to do that? What was, what was that pivotal shift in perception in your life? Is there anything that jumps out for you? Well, to be honest, I feel like I've always kind of had that in me. Um, this is where kind of some tears come in, but, uh, you know, and, um, And I had to leave that all behind and, and allow them to, uh, allow them to be their own, in their own journey and on their own timeline. And, um, and it's okay for me to focus on me and love people from a distance because I needed to have that distance in order to be able to focus solely on myself. And so I've always felt from such a young age that there was something better. Like I, I always had this vision of like my life being better than what it was. And I didn't know what that looked like. I just knew how it felt. And, and I could, um, even though I was in so much pain and grief and hurt, um, for a lot of time in my life, there was also this like sliver of hope and, and this, this underlying feeling of gratitude for something better in the future, because that's where I was going. And, and it was just always there I don't know how to explain it um but um I'm I'm not sure of the exact moment or pinpoint of when I decided or what got me to really click okay now is the time to make some changes it was such a progression mm -hmm. it was just little by little by little by little until all of a sudden it's just like wow I'm I'm in a relationship where I'm not getting hurt physically or, you know, all of a sudden it's like, whoa, I just realized that I've been in this relationship and there's been no like abuse or how did that go from this to this? And mm. it was kind of just like moments of awareness of like, wow, the, the therapy and the self-help and the constant um, belief that there's something better and, the you know the slips back and forth into codependency and and substances and stuff like that were always there but but there it was such a slow progression that it just led me to the next step each time I don't know if that was really well explained or not oh, perfect <laughs> you couldn't say anything in incorrectly you, <laughs> yeah I need to digest that there was so much beauty in what you just shared thank and thank you. Thank you for sharing it because so many people 
are in families with dysfunction. And it's hard to recognize that leaving is the most loving thing that you can do when you are brought up around that thinking that the only way that you can get better is if they get better. Yeah. So the, the bravery that that takes that first step, and that's a big first step. Mm. So I acknowledge you for your bravery. Thank you. Because you give permission to other people to do the same if that's what's right for them. Mm-hmm. And to really understand that, I mean, to give ourselves permission to go on our own path and our own timeline is really the catalyst for being able to detach then mm-hmm. from, from people that we love. It doesn't mean that we don't love them. Like you said, loving them at a distance Yes, that we're no longer enabling them then right? We're giving them their power back and we're taking our power back too. And I think that's part of spiritual maturity, emotional maturity. And when you were talking about having that glimmer of hope and that, you know, there's something always better. All all I kept hearing is that's God, whatever God means for you. Mm-hmm. And I believe that we all have that inside of us. We all have spirit. We all have God, the universe, What it doesn't matter what you call it. But there is a loving intelligence within each of us that really, truly wants us to live our best life. Mm. And so no matter what dysfunction or what past you came from or what substance abuse or what abuse of relationships you were in, whatever that is, the fact that you were, you had awareness of that is so special And I really hope people listening can know that, that that's inside of them too, because it wants to save our lives Mm because it's love. That's pure, unconditional, divine love. So thank you for being one of the first people to do that. And the, I love how you talked about, I don't know how I got to here and here. And you said, um, self-awareness moments I think that's how you said it yeah and it just gives people hope that if you've been in abusive relationships that you can be in a loving and harmonious one too and I almost want to give you like the biggest hug right now because I love you so much I love that that's your story up until this point and you've been through all of that and you just one day was like wow, I'm in a loving relationship. Tell me, tell me more about that. What's that like for you? Like, what's that like for you in your, in your soul? What, if you could, okay, I'll, I'm going to ask you that too. But also if you could go back and tell you at whatever age that was something that she just didn't understand yet about what was to come. Mm. I, well, if I were to go back and tell her something that she doesn't know yet, that she could look forward to completely, I would tell her that she's going to be so loved. Mm. Not by anybody else, but by herself. 
And, and even just saying that right now to me, cause it, cause I, I talk to my inner child all the time, all the time. My little sweetheart, <laughs> she's, she's unbelievable. She's playful. She's funny. She's determined. She's a little cranky sometimes, <laughs> she's a little demanding sometimes, but <laughs> But all she wants is love and time and, Mm -hmm. and, and nice words. And, you know, and those are my love languages and those are what I give her and myself. And, um, and if she, and if, if younger me knew that she should, she could get that from herself and she's going to get that from herself and she's going to feel so loved, man, that would be a game changer for me back then hundred percent. And, um, yeah, I mean, with what you were saying before about, um, you know, being in those moments, I get those moments all the time, just like sporadic moments of self-awareness that I'm actually living my prayers. I am right now in this exact moment, sitting here with you, I am living one of my prayers and And I just am unbelievably filled, overwhelmingly filled with gratitude, just complete gratitude. And um, and it's just like it's a it's unbelievable. It's just like like it's unbelievable to be honest. (laughs) I mean, the. not only that I'm living my dream, but the amount of gratitude that I can feel where it feels like I am literally floating in space right now, because I am, my soul is so light and all of those heavy burdens have been lifted. And so I can float with gratitude in, in this moment right now, just for being. And, um, and it's just so wonderful (laughs) you made me tear up there oh yeah your presence is so special Mm. oh man can we talk for like four hours because (laughs) I'm I'm so much like you Lindsay so when you say things it just goes right into my soul Mm. and I know the importance of talking to our little girls Mm -hmm. and there's so much medicine in that Mm -hmm. and I still know that there's so many women who don't Mm -hmm. who don't give her what she truly needs and love love heals everything when we can give our little one and acknowledge her you know I I allow her to be present because my most authentic part of me is her. I'm, I'm so silly and I love dancing and I'm fun and vibrant and determined and a little cranky sometimes too. (laughs) Um, But all she needs is a safe place to be like fully expressed. Mm. And we get to be that Mm -hmm. for her. And I think that's one of the most beautiful things. And when you talked about, You've said so many book titles already. I always hear things in book titles or chapters or movie headlines. Like that's another thing. 
Uh, it might, I'll, it will come back to me, but all I feel is your energy. Mm-hmm. And I trust that people listening can feel it too. And I, it still blows my mind because we're talking through a computer screen, but guess what? Energy isn't limited to no, this. Absolutely. It's not. so strong and it's so powerful. And when you talked about living your prayers, that's what got me crying because I want everybody to be able to experience living their prayers because I have too. And so when you said that, I felt that in the core of me. And I think what we experience, correct me if, if this doesn't resonate with you, what we experience, we truly want others to experience. So bad. Absolutely. If I could give this to every single person on this planet, I would. Yeah. And you are right now. I truly trust that whoever is listening is meant to be listening to this and they can live their prayers too. They truly can. I will pray for that. (laughs) Oh, let's do it here live. Let's say a prayer. Do you want to pray together? Sure. For everybody listening? (laughs) Oh, I'm getting so excited now. Okay. I'll let you go first and then I'll add something in if it feels aligned. Okay. Excellent. Okay. All right. So I'm going to start off. Great spirit, universe, creator. Thank you for this moment. Thank you for my life. Thank you for this experience speaking with with Amy on her podcast and thank you for all of her listeners and uh and and speaking through me to reach every person who's listening right now so that they may feel your love follow your guidance and seek your seek your your guidance your love your light and I pray that they get to experience their prayers and you help them and you help guide them along their path to reach them. So good. I'm I'm so blessed and honored to be in this space. This love, this portal of love and blessings and having Lindsay be able to open her heart and just simply by her being her presence is so beautiful. It's so special. I'm so blessed to be able to be here to receive it to absorb it, to share it, Mm -hmm. and to truly speak life into every single person listening. You are here for a reason. You are here for a purpose. You are not an accident. Everything that you've been through, you were supposed to go through or it wasn't supposed to happen. And you're a miracle. And your prayers are answers to your own miracle. You are a true reflection of that. So don't give up. Don't give up no matter what you've asked for, no matter what you've prayed for. And if you haven't been praying lately, and if you haven't been asking, I encourage you and I challenge you to up your ask. Ask bigger. Go beyond. Go beyond that that old story and go back to that little girl and little boy inside of you and ask them what dreams they have. How did they used to see the world through the eyes of wonder and curiosity? Pray big because God, creator, universe, great spirit is unlimited. So don't unlimit that 
by your own limitations. Be open, be open to receive and just claim it, claim it for yourself now that your prayers are being answered and those answers are speeding their way to you right now. So it is. And so it is. That was beautiful. Powerful. You know what I love? Love. It's not knowing, like not knowing where a conversation is going to go. And then you just open and you surrender. And this is what happens. <laughs> this is what happens. First prayer on a podcast. Oh, yes. I love that. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. Thank you for praying with me. That's what you bring. Mm -hmm. You know what's beautiful is you talk about loving yourself, which, yes, but once we get to this place, what happens is the whole world reflects that. Mm -hmm. So we don't seek validation, but yet it becomes a mirror and a reflection for the love that we've allowed ourselves to receive and give to ourselves. And we open up and then we're the, we are love. We're just being love. I love that. And I just want to, I just want to add, like when you say everything is a mirror and a reflection, I love that because <clears throat> I love doing a lot of shadow work. And, and to me, that's what shadow work is. And so when I find that I'm, I'm, um, I'm having a connection with somebody and, and something happens and it triggers, um, an uncomfortable emotion within me. <clears throat> I am now at a point in time of my life and, and at a place in my life where I can, instead of being like, Oh, that person, you know, I can look at it as a reflection of me. Well, what is it in this person that I see in myself that I don't like? Mm -hmm. And, and so whatever they said or whatever uh, behavior they were doing or didn't do, or, anything like that, I can literally look within and be like, well, where do I do that? And why am I exiling that and shaming that and, and belittling that and criticizing that in me that deserves love too. And so I find that part within myself and I love that unconditionally. And that helps me have so much more compassion and understanding and validation for others who might not be able to do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm hundred percent with you on that too. Um, I always ask like, what is this triggering in me? Because I know it's something, if I'm getting triggered, then it's some, again, it's, it's a chemical reaction. It's an electrical charge. Like something is happening inside of my being mm -hmm. that I need to become self-aware of and give it love. And when you were speaking of that, all I kept hearing was, be the light in the darkness, be mm. the light in the darkness. The darkness isn't something we ever have to fear. Absolutely not. Yes. Yeah, we need it. it. It gives us so much understanding and knowledge about ourselves. And what I love about the darkness, not that I go seeking the darkness, but when it comes up, really all it is, is sometimes an unmet need that our little inner child Mm. isn't getting or didn't get at some point in our life do you know what I mean and when we can transcend that because we truly are the light for that then we become we just step into our sovereignty 
and our power. And you're right. We can definitely have way more compassion and grace for other people. And to me, that's true divinity. Yes. That's what the divine does. Mm -hmm. I agree. Absolutely. Wow. Oh, Lindsay. Okay. Let's, let's close with a couple questions. Are you ready? I am ready. All right. What would you say in this very moment that you would say to little Lindsay, if she knew you'd be here at this point in your life, what would you say to her? And how old is she? How far would you go back? If she knew that I was going to be here, Mm -hmm. what would I say to her? Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I tend to go back to the age of four. Okay. That's, uh, that's my typical age that, that commonly shows up that needs a lot and a lot and a lot of love. And, um, and with the child work that I have done, I have fully integrated her into my being and she comes with me everywhere and she's amazing. We have solo dance parties in the kitchen every day. Oh, amazing. This is just too good to be true. And, <laughs> we're so and, the same. Yeah. I love that. I love that. What I would say to her is thank you. I love you. We did it. You did it because of your strength, your resilience. You helped me get here. And it's because of you that I am me. What would she say to you back? Oh, she would probably say, yeah, I knew it. (laughs) Simple. I knew. Sassy pants. Yeah, she's she can be a little sassy. Yeah, I knew. I told yeah, you. yeah. <laughs> but no, no doubt, right? Yeah, yeah. To go to that place of no doubt mm-hmm. is our true authenticity. I truly believe that's so powerful. Yeah, like no, and me saying that—that's truly me channeling my inner child. And there is no conceitedness in that. There's no. She didn't have the capacity to be like, I'm better than everybody. She didn't have the capacity to think that way. Yeah. Right. She was just truly being authentically honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And and for us to just embrace that right here, right now, there is, there's nothing, there's no ego in that. Like you can't yeah. even feel it. You can't even hear it. You can't even experience it. So I love that you brought that up. Okay. Final question. Mm. What does winning the divine lottery mean for you? Who winning the divine lottery? I mean, I feel like I already said it, but, um, it's just living my prayers, following those dreams, taking the next right step, the next right action that will put me in the direction of what I feel is best for me and, and, and what, um, what I feel I'm being guided to do and listening to that intuition and, um, and making those choices and having the clarity and the love to be able to know that I'm worth taking that shot, taking that risk into the unknown 
and into the uncertainty of how things might might happen. I might fail, I might not, but I'm worth the risk. I'm worth the risk. How does that make you feel? Because I know I how that makes me feel. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, in one so word. Powerful. Yeah, powerful. Powerful. I am worth the risk. Everybody say that out loud right now. I'm worth the I risk. I am worth the risk. <laughs> yes. Okay. Wow, this was so unbelievably surprising and just I'm good like I'm good for a week now okay (laughs) my cup is overflowing mine too thank you so much for sharing your energy with me this has been unbelievably amazing I agree yeah it's interesting that we use the word unbelievable because really truly it's only unbelievable to the part of us that never could have asked or imagined this experience right but it's so believable and this is what happens when you're open to whatever happens exactly yeah yeah (laughs) all right I'm giving you a big hug thank you so much thank you honestly it's just been awesome I agree thank you so much thank you for the opportunity for sure we'll talk to you soon okay Absolutely. Okay. Wow. This episode was so good. It is definitely one that I will be listening to over and over. In fact, I think it's awesome that underneath winning the divine lottery, all this medicine is just getting poured in, even for me, in some private moments in my personal life. I found myself hearing something that one of my guests have said. How cool is that? But let's start with today's takeaways. I mean, the whole episode is a takeaway, but I really want to highlight tetrachromat. I learned a new word today. I had no idea what it meant. I went and Googled it. I ask you to do the same. But I guess people with this see colors that aren't available to most people, including infrared, like Lindsay could see. I also love when we talked about that we get to this place in our life when we realize that we don't have to prove anymore that we can weather hard things. It's not that we can't do hard things. We can do hard things, but that we don't have to keep choosing hard things in order to prove or validate our worth and our value. And instead, we get to come to these places where we can choose to make it easier for ourselves by really asking ourselves, what's really important to me right now? I mean, come on, that's gold right there. And also, if you're living in a family with dysfunction, sometimes we do actually need to distance ourselves in order to love those people. So if you're feeling in that space in your life, of course, always do it right. what's right for you and reach out to a professional if you need to. But sometimes loving people means distancing yourself. And the final one is you can live your prayers. I don't know how to say it any other way, but you can. You can. We're living proof. And if we can do it, you can do it too. Thanks so much for joining me here today. I hope you loved this episode and enjoyed all the great takeaways. Please subscribe to my podcast and leave me a review. I would love to hear your feedback. 
And do go ahead and share this with family and friends so that we can all be inspired to winning the divine lottery. Hop on over to my Instagram at amydawns1111 for more daily inspiration. We'll see you soon.